Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, welcome in. This is the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may make this part of your day. Thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin Cowherd. Cowherd's out all week. I think you got me the next two days, right? Today, tomorrow. And then Kavino and Rich coming in uh, Thursday, Friday. Is that right? We're going in the pen and we're going to do this thing, right? Because are both right-handed? I have no idea. I was just doing the, the tap thing, right? The tap thing. Ah, the late, great Bino Cook. Four worst words in the English, English dictionary. That they are? Ah, uh, pitchers and catchers report, right? That's no no football, and the only thing we got to go on, we'll get to it later on this hour, is Justin Fields has unfollowed the Chicago Bears on Instagram. Ooh. Ooh. I heard they broke up with him. I heard he broke up with them. Whatever it is, they are officially broken up. More on that to come. So, um, we could, we could be blind to these sorts of things. We could pretend, or we could be like social media, like college coaches are just big babies and they didn't like to pay players because they were greedy, right? That's what social media does. But, um, Nick Saban retired. Right, Nick Saban's like, eh. Uh, I do think it's out of choice. Urban Meyer is retired from college football. Right, didn't go well with Jacksonville. Right, there's some off the off the field stuff. But if Urban Meyer wanted to have any of these jobs, it's Urban Dan Meyer gets a job. Urban staying away. In college basketball, Mike Shashevsky, Roy Williams, Jim Beheim. Look, they all kind of had aged out a little bit. But Brad Stevens, he got out of it. Billy Donovan, no desire to come back to college. There's something there to like, it's like when you walk into your kitchen and you just emptied the trash cans like two days ago or a day ago. I right? like, <laughs> some stinks. 
Right? You open up the fridge, everything looks fine. You open up the 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 trash cans, like nothing like in there's what's what's in there. You can't idea you ever had that the stink in the kitchen, you have no idea where it's coming from? Well, you kinda know, right? I threw out day old chicken. I forgot that it was in the bottom of the trash can, or I forgot that I had these leftovers and they're just sitting there and they're I just my bad. It feels like this new era in college athletics. Some stinks. Right? Some stinks. And I think of it as there is a there is a progression and a way things worked. And I, I understand. Look, I see through this stuff just like you do, right? We hate, how many of you hate this sentence? Well, we do it that way because that's the way we've always done it, right? You ever hear that? That's the way we've always done it. So the NCAA, obviously, people think the only reason the rules were where players couldn't be compensated above that of a scholarship and they got cost of tuition and they got a Pell Grant uh, well, it, it wasn't enough. And, and part of that is that's the, that's the capitalist journey. I, I often, I said this and I mean it like there's a lot of people go, well, you know, if, if the NCAA had just allowed athletes to make $10,000, that would have been enough. Right. Cause if you pay somebody $10,000, they're not going to go, Hey, I can make $50,000. I can make 60. I can make 70. It literally doesn't matter. The, the perfect example of that is NBA players who make 40 or 50 or $60 million a year. Like, well, you know, I would play hard in the all-star game if you put some money out there for it. Right? There's never enough money. And a little bit like if you've ever had a, you ever had a, a dog that gets the taste of blood and likes it. Once they get that taste of blood, it's over. They're not going to, they're not going to pick up a, a bird or a kitten and not think the same thing again. It's just the, the, the light switch goes on. And athletes, now that they've gotten compensated, they're not, it's, you can't mentally getting them to go back is impossible. Well, Rick Bettino, of course, is a legendary coach. He's chosen to stay in the game or get back in the game. His team is falling apart at St. John's. Now, remember, there's 13. New players at St. John's. Whole new team. Here was his rant Sunday after another loss. We are so non athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling. I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in the next week. Um, I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even, even the Celtics, when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. Just thinking of getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. I'm not even thinking of the future at all. I'm just thinking of the next game and the next game and the next game and that's it. Um, so Patino, speaking of Newsday yesterday, said, I, I, well, I truly wasn't ripping anybody. I was pointing out exactly in a monotone voice why we lost. I'm not always calm and certainly not when I rip somebody. I was not ripping anybody. I sometimes want my players to hear my words, read my words. That was my intention. Okay, there's a couple things here. I, and I've gotten texts from people like, he should be suspended. Players won't play for him. Like, look, dude, I don't know how to tell you this, but college kids, they didn't read newspapers over the last 10 years. They definitely don't read newspapers now. They don't. They don't. And I'll defend players only in the, because if you'd ask Patino, he's like, where was the lie? I didn't lie. Nothing I said was wrong. Like, okay, yeah, but what level of truth do you want? Right? You can tell the whole truth. You know, are you the same as you were? But nonetheless, it strikes me what's going on in college athletics, even at St. John's, is all part of a similar situation. We've completely changed the normal progress of events. Right? 
you come in as a freshman and the top 50 kids, the top 100 kids, they come there usually because they can start right away. Right? And it's shakier that you surround young guys with older guys that can kind of pick them up. So you they they assimilate to your culture. Other players, you come in as freshmen, you come off the bench your first year, maybe your second year, and eventually your first year you come off the bench, your second year you're a starter, your third year you're all league, your fourth year, maybe you're competing for first team all league and maybe all American. Like the normal and even for transfers, there's a whole process there where you transfer, you sit out because and most of his players came from a lower level. You know, two of his top players came from the Ivy League. You got to adjust to playing for Rick Patino. You got to adjust to the athleticism of that level of basketball. You got to adjust to the whole thing. And that year out actually helps you. We've screwed up the normal progress of events. You know what it reminds me of? Car industry. Now, you're going to have to be 35 plus. But it's happened recently as well. I think it happened after COVID. But if you remember after 9-11, do you remember what happened with the car industry? Nobody was buying cars. Everybody was, it was just fear-based, right? Like, what's going on? What's the future like? We're at war. scary. So car companies offered 0% financing. Like, really? Yeah. Five years, 0% financing. And I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but... The average car owner owns a car, I believe, between three to five years. Two's on the short end, six is on the long end, three to five is about right. And what happened was, okay, they went from the dealerships were dead, nobody was going, to everybody went and bought their car. Even people that had only owned their car for a year, less than a year, year and a half, they're like, dude, I got to get in one. Why? Zero percent financing. It worked. But then it, it screwed up the cycle, right? Because now, well, why would I get out of my car until I'm done paying it off when I pay 0% interest? And then you're like, you know, I, get, I, I paid it off. I get 0%. Interest. Why would I get a new car? I'm good. I got this one probably quicker than I should. I'll hold on to it a little bit longer than I should. And so the car industry, which was always kind of steady, stable, and oh yeah, by the way, if you work in radio or in sports radio, you know that up until gambling became legal, the car industry was a lifeblood, especially for local sports radio. The car industry went through another drop and they've done the exact same thing now. Where we came out of COVID, they went to 0% financing. Everybody rushed, got out of their cars, got new cars. Now you're like, well, I got a new car. I'm not paying much in financing. Or we've done it with houses. Happened with the housing crash, happens now, right? You got in at a crazy low rate. Normally, you're in a house, and I've told people all the time, like, why would you do a 30-year fixed loan? Are you staying in that house for 30 years? Never understood the 30-year fixed loan. Why would you do a seven-in-one arm? Because I've never been in a home for seven years, not one, and I've owned nine of them. But I'll, like, I'll tell you with my car, like I've actually owned my car seven and a half years. It's super weird. I'm sure my car gets and goes, you again, right? But the point is that there is a natural progression. And screwing up that natural progression happened in baseball. Like, what do you mean? When we had steroid guys, suddenly there were viable all-stars in their mid to late 30s. You're defying father time. So then there's like a five to seven year stretch, maybe even 10 year stretch where there's lots of guys that were, you know, borderline, low level, major leaguers that never got a shot. Right? Never got a shot. Then you take steroids out of the game and all of a sudden, like there's this kind of, um, what's it called? It's like a suction when uh, there's a va vacuum, right? It's like a talent vacuum. And then the game got super, super young. So I think one of the things that college athletics is going through is we've completely screwed up the national progression of events. It's just not normal. And to anyone who says, well, it's just like the NBA. Rick Pitino has 13 new players at St. John's. There isn't an NBA team that replaces their entire team the next year. You had three, four, five guys at most. It's fine. There's 15 guys on the roster. 
you know, the most you're going to add is six or seven or whatever. For the most part, you got a stable core. Even when you have a new coach or new general manager, like you got to keep some sort of stability and you don't have it. So it causes you one to reach for guys that aren't at your level. That's what St. John's did. You got a lot of mid-major guys and you're like, nobody wants to hear that. Hey, there's a reason you played at the Ivy league or at the uh, MAAC, the Metro Atlantic athletic conference level. Why? Cause you're, two inches smaller than you should be your position. You're not as athletic laterally, right? It doesn't mean you don't try hard. You're not a good player, but there's, there's a difference between elite and semi-elite, quasi-elite, whatever. High major, mid-major, low major. There's a difference there. But we've screwed up the levels. We've screwed up the progression. We've completely changed this thing on the fly. And when you have a guy and like Patino's actually the perfect guy for it. He's literally won everywhere he's been. He went to Greece during like a quasi-sabbatical. He won there. He was winning at Iona. Like, go through it. Literally won everywhere. Now he's like, man, this is way harder than before. Why? It's We've completely changed while trying to present ourselves as the same thing. It's happened in college football. right? College football. Freshman, you couldn't play those guys. Very, very rarely could you play a freshman. Why do you play him now? Well, because you paid an arm and a leg to get him there. And you, in order to keep him, you have to play him. And in order to keep the booster who funded your acquisition of them, you got to play him. Like, man, what? They're playing so many freshmen. It's not by choice. You think they want to? No. Freshmen, they don't know anything. They haven't learned yet. It's a completely different level of a sport. You're playing against grown men. Why do they do it? Because the new system dictates you have to do it or he will leave or the guy will stop funding whoever that player is. And you need that guy to fund that player to say like, hey, look, we played him 15 snaps. He's going to be a star. We're going to need some more money to keep him next year. Well, I'm not paying a penny if I don't see him play. I can't see it. We've completely changed the life cycle of college sports. And when you do that, uh, you put your entire industry in flux, just like the car industry did when they went to 0% financing. Hold up, real, real quick. That was really good, wasn't it? Did I kind of bring that back? That Sometimes you nail one and it, fe- it feels good, right? And the one thing about this job is, generally, you don't know because you're not, there's not like a live studio audience where people can't do it, even a laugh track. Like you can't, do, I'm going to, I'm dapping myself. That was, that was, a, I like that one. Chase, do am I okay doing that? Are you good? I would say rack him. Rack him. Rack him. Rack him. I would get the first impression, Rose, because I know you do your Bachelor podcast. Or just... It'll be out later this week, by the way. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Uh, the Bachelor Lifestyle bachelor, with Brian Bruckner. Bachelor yep. Lifestyle. Who is the Bachelor now, by the way? Um, it's a it's a very nice gentleman named Joey. Joey? Good looking kid. And he's, he says, hey. he's like Joey Tribbiani? No, you no, no. How you doing? I think he's from Philly, but he, he's a nice kid. But there's a lot to make fun of. Good. We'll talk about that one in the pod. It's called The Bachelor Lifestyle. Make sure you download it wherever you download podcasts. Oh, and download the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast if you can't listen to it. It usually follows this show uh, every day. Just type in Doug Gottlieb. We have two hours live, one hour podcast. It too is is good family fun. Uh, Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin Cowherd. Coming up next in the herd, what are the Bears going to do with Justin Fields? I'll ask a former executive of the year in the NFL. That's next in the herd. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H E R D. 
That's code heard for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 Hope Y or text Hope and Y In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Doug Alleyman for Colin. This is The Hurt, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. <laughs> Owning a Mercedes-Benz um, isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle your, from your phone via the Mercedes-Benz Me Connect app, vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. Okay, that's mbusa.com slash EQ. Let's get to Jason Stewart with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Hello, Jay Stu. Hey, Doug. So, uh, Justin Fields became the latest NFL quarterback um, to unfollow his current team. Now, Kyler Murray, I think, maybe was the last. I think Lamar Jackson was up to sh- some shenanigans. I don't know if he ever unfollowed the Raven. But, um, Did... Um... Did Russell Wilson ever unfollow no. the Broncos? I think he's way too conscientious of his, you know, his appearance for that. But um, Justin Fields unfollows the Bears, and then somebody noticed that he followed a couple of players on the Atlanta Falcons, which is one of the rumored teams that are interested in Justin Fields. Um, how do you see this playing out? It's a great question. Um, I see him being traded. <laughs> I see him being traded. And um, Atlanta would make sense just because, obviously, he's from the area. He went to Georgia originally. I gets back home. They need a quarterback. And, oh, yeah, by the way, if they're in full rebuild mode and yet they're not, they don't have a top two or three pick, it's probably smart to get a guy who, like, kind of fits the bill if you don't have to overpay for him. Guy in a rookie contract, has some experience. Not going to be your end-all, be-all, but you can get a year out of him. You know, you don't have to pick up the fifth-year option if you don't want. I, I I like it. If you don't overpay, you're not giving up a first-round draft pick, why not? Why not? Saquon Barkley uh, is in the news. The newest report is that he will likely not be franchise tagged, okay. uh, which is great for us in, in this industry because we get a whole off-season of talking about how the running backs are getting the wrong end of the stick. It's yes. always a really fun topic. Sure. Um, Saquon Barkley will probably lead that charge of 
running backs that want to get their due, that don't get their due, and let's get on a a Zoom call to resolve this. How how do you see it playing out with Saquon? Where where does he best fit? I think he stays with the Giants. You know? Remember, they can still franchise tag him if they want. He wasn't happy about it. Uh, They gave him the one-year deal. But it's one of those, the devil you know versus the devil you don't. They've extended all that. And he proved himself when he was healthy last year and they had Danny Dimes. They weren't bad. When he wasn't healthy, Daniel Jones looks like a guy who shouldn't be a starting quarterback. I think ultimately he stays with New York Giants. And that's Jason Stewart with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. All right, let's keep the NFL conversation going. Randy Mueller joins us, former executive of the year when he was the general manager of the Saints, uh, also the general manager of the Dolphins. He hosts the Football GM podcast on The Athletic. And um, Randy, let's start with the Super Bowl. We've had time to kind of process now. And granted, there were lots of things that uh, could have gone the way of the Niners that did not. But when you look at it, if you're... John Lynch, and you're running the Niners. What's what? What changes do you need to make in order to get back to that game and give yourself another chance? Well, great question, Doug, and I think there are many. I think the biggest thing is John and Kyle have to be honest about assessing their own, not only roster, but their own schemes, their own criteria for how they build the team. I just think they have some a chance now to, whether it's advance the offense a little bit beyond the Mike Shanahan days, or defensively come up with a pass rush scheme that fits the players we have, or just upgrade our personnel in the secondary. So they've got a lot of things I think they can look at, how much of that they will deem as needing it, as opposed to let's just run it back. I don't know. That's, that's going to be the question we all follow. Okay, so they, they fire a defensive coordinator after one year, and it did feel like, it, it felt like... Me sitting down, you. I come into your house, and I'm. I'm guessing you got a pretty good setup, Randy. I mean, like you know, you've, you've done pretty well. And I come in. There's this big, beautiful TV, and you hand you hand me a universal remote. And you're like, all you gotta do is press that and that and that. And then you're like, hey, I gotta run out, pick up the kids from from uh, basketball practice. And I'm like, I I can get the TV on, I can figure it out, but it doesn't work as well. Um, how much of the issue? was Steve Wilkes running a defense that he didn't construct in a style that it wasn't designed for? Well, I think it's all the above. I think, and I don't blame Steve Wilkes. I think he knows how he envisioned the defense working. And I just don't think, and I don't want to blame Kyle, but I don't think they were on the same page from day one. Sure. I don't think the hiring was a great idea. I don't think, it, I agree with Kyle, it wasn't a great fit. And you saw, you know, really evidence of that throughout the year. The other thing is the trade for Chase Young has to be deemed a little bit of a disappointment. They didn't get the juice they thought they would get from that standpoint. But I think the defense definitely was disjointed for whatever reason. I don't think the coverage matched the front seven a lot of times. But if you were surprised that Steve Wilkes decided to blitz when you didn't you know, really agree with it, that's on you. You should have known what you were getting with Steve Wilkes. Because I think Steve's a hell of a coach. I really do. I just don't think it fit with what they were going to do. And I blame a little bit on Kyle as to, how are we going to fix this, and, and how can we avoid making the misstep of not getting the right fit the next time around? Um, here's This would be a big thing for me. I hate when people sign a player they traded for because somehow they have to validate that the trade was, was a worthwhile one. The, the Lakers did that with D'Angelo Russell. Like, why did you resign him? And, and the, the, the reason it, most people believe is, one, they wanted to you know, make the trade seem like it was a good one, and two, well, because he could be an asset to move. So you didn't actually like him, you just maybe want to trade him for something else? Like, that doesn't make sense. Don't you have to, if Chase Young wasn't, and his motor isn't good enough, he's not the same player with the knee, don't, don't you have to not re-sign him to an extension just to kind of prove somehow that that, that trade was worthwhile? Well, you're correct, and it happens a lot in, I think, all professional leagues, and it happens in football as well, where teams can't wait to validate what they just did <laughs> or, or validate or invalidate a, a, a move that they've made. And I think that's the case. I think two wrongs does not make a right, and I agree with you. I think Chase probably walks. I think they were hoping to catch lightning in a bottle. I get it. Sure. I understand it. Here's and it didn't cost it didn't cost them anything. Yeah, right? They right. they have for people who don't know because they've lost two minority defensive coordinators the last two years to head coaching jobs. They have these compensatory picks. So it was like a pick that they didn't even like they just oh you want a third round pick? Here you go. There you go. You can have it. 
I think they thought he could make their defense a lot better. Even regard, disregard the scheme, sure. here's a guy that can supposedly rush the passer without having to dial up certain pressure packages. He should be able to do it on his own, and that was the word on him. It clearly wasn't. He wasn't engaged all the time, and I think it became more of a cultural issue. That's why I say they've got to look at the culture within their own locker room because they've got some really hard-playing Jessies now. I, I wonder how Fred Warner looked at that tape that we're referring to when, when Chase didn't seem engaged. That's a problem, and you, you definitely can't, I don't think, uh, sign up for that again. So I think they probably let him walk without a doubt, and uh, I don't think he'll be one of the top sought-after guys in the league because of that. Um, the Dolphins have, have let out that, that they're going to re-sign Tua, and he's not going anywhere. Is that the right move? Well, for one thing, they, they can say that because he is going nowhere. They, they have his contract. They have his rights. Um, I think it's easy to say that, but it all comes down to what's the deal. I want to know one thing. What's the deal? And I want to know also what are my options. And I don't think they feel like they have any other options. So let's try to get a, a deal done with Tua now that helps us long term. But I'll be honest, I don't see them ever paying him that going rate of $45, $50 million a year. I oh. just don't. Okay, so what's so what's what's because I, I have the same question about Baker Mayfield. Yep. Okay, what what's the number? And and look, they can't. And for 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 people who aren't aware, they don't have to do anything, literally yep. nothing. Okay, because he still has, you know, this year coming up in his contract. Then they can franchise tag him. He can franchise again. Like they don't have to do anything. Okay, yep. but if you're going to extend him, try and help yourself out with the cap, but you can't have to pay him. What's a reasonable number that works? Oh, I don't know that a number above 40 makes sense for sure. You, you've still got durability issues, and as much as we all love Tua for what he is, I think there are some liabilities there, one, medically, and two, we saw it in, in some different uh, outside games. It's not really his cup of tea, and, and I got news for you. It's not going to get better weather in Buffalo or in New York in, in December and January next year. So the same thing could be there. So I think there are some doubts, but I think the magic number is, Probably for me, somewhere thirty-five, forty million, and that might be the case for Baker as well. I think Baker's trying to drum up a little interest and a little bit of leverage. Um, I think that one makes a lot of sense for the Bucks to do, and and it makes sense for Baker to be with the Bucks. Yeah, isn't it? If you're the Bucks, though, can't you sit there and go like, "Look, if we give him, if you give him thirty guaranteed for two years, is there really a market above that outside of that building?" Because you know how this works. At this time of year, everybody thinks that they're either going to get their answer in the draft or at least something cheap in the draft that they can throw out there, right? I can find my next Brock Purdy. I can find the next, you know, whomever. You know, or they, they, have, a, they have a guy under contract, which is like half the teams, and the devil you know is better than you do. Is there a market for him above $30 million on the street? Mm, there might be up to 35 but we're quibbling now. I think that's the number, probably the magic the magic wand presents on both sides, to be honest with you. Everybody's going to negotiate now, and everybody's going to throw out all kinds of other options and ideas. But let's face it, the Bucks are up against it because they don't have another option. They're not going to go pay uh, Kirk Cousins 45 to $50 million and, and let Baker Mayfield walk. That It doesn't make sense when you consider age and durability and everything else. So I just think all paths for that situation lead them to, to getting married. Uh, but you're right. The number is key, and, and I couldn't see the Bucks going above maybe 35, 38, somewhere in there. Doug Gottlieb, Doug Gottlieb in for Collins, the Hurt on Fox Sports Trader, the iHeart Radio app. Um, you're in the Bears front office. You got two high draft picks. You got the number one overall pick. You got uh, two potential number one picks at quarterback, um, and you have Justin Fields. Take me through the process of what you would do right now if you're them. Well, I would have been spending the last month every day I could with Caleb Williams and trying to sort him out. Not from a football standpoint, but from a personal standpoint. I want to know what makes him tick. I want to have all the background, all the character, all the intel that I could get before I make a decision. And I'm not sure I would tell anybody what I'm going to do. But I think that's the key, and that's where everybody's leading this. And, and frankly, that's what I would do. I think Caleb is a really good player. I think he fits in the system, no matter what the scheme is. That's the kind of guy I want going forward that, that I've found to be uh, successful in the NFL. I think he can play in any scheme, and I think he's a, he's a pocket passer when he needs to be, but he can also ad-lib and make throws on the run. So I like him a lot, and frankly, I don't love the other options. And, and that includes Justin Fields, who I'm a fan of. I just think his 
game is nowhere near where Caleb's is right now. So when you consider also the contract part of it and being able to reset, I think the Caleb Williams thing, it makes the most sense. Um, okay. Um, Saquon Barkley, here we are again. Last year you figured out a way to basically franchise tag him and then pay him somewhere around that franchise tag number. You're the Giants. What do you do? Um, if I'm the Giants, I don't want to lose this guy. But I'm not sure that he's worth as much to them as he might be to somebody else. So um, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be drama. Anytime you're tagging a guy multiple years, I don't know how that one ends. Um, I'm not a fan of that, but you got to, business is business, right? Um, I'm probably, at the end of the day, going to explore options for a running back and use that money elsewhere. The Giants are far from a Saquon Barkley contract away from being good. They're still in a rebuild mode. They kind of overachieved a year ago, underachieved this year, so they've got to have some more parts. So I'm probably willing to let him walk. But I think someone's going to pay him because, like I said, I think he's going to be more worth more. Let's just say a team like Jim Harbaugh in L.A. trying to run the ball, trying to set a culture of toughness. I think Barkley fits great there, and he's worth the money. Um, I, I look at uh, some of the moves that have been made in coaching staffs, and – I'm interested in this Chargers thing. I know that Greg Roman helped take the Niners to the Super Bowl when Jim Harbaugh was last there, but Colin Kaepernick was his quarterback. Granted, Alex Smith first, then Colin Kaepernick was his quarterback. How does he fit with Justin Herbert? Yeah, I think it's a really good question, and I don't know that I know the answer to it. His time, Greg Roman's time with the Ravens, I always had the dilemma was the passing game lacked, especially downfield, was that offense because of Lamar's skill set at the time, or was that what Greg wants to do? Because it was a similar scheme in San Francisco with Kaepernick. So I don't know the answer to that. I think that the key for me is what kind of a passing game can Greg Roman come up with? And I know Jim's a loyal guy, and that's probably where this hire comes from. Uh, I think they're going to bring in some help for the passing game. Um, but I don't know that on the surface I'm ready to say it's a great fit with Greg and um, Justin Herbert. What's the market like for Kirk Cousins? Well, it's not a fully guaranteed deal, I can tell you that. So that makes it hard. Um, I don't think, I think the, the Vikings have a number in mind that they're not going to go above to to take it. And, and they'll go the bridge route if that's what it takes, because that's another team that's got to get better in a couple different ways. I think there will be a team or two with Cousins. You're probably looking at for me, he was my top-rated UFA QB right now. He's probably 40-ish, somewhere in there, on a one- or two-year deal, a short-term deal. Um, the, the Chiefs have won the Super Bowl again. I don't think anyone would argue that this is, at least uh, in appearance, the least talented surrounding cast on offense that he's had. But yeah. this was also the first year where that you know that contract spiked in terms of percentage of, of their overall cap. Um, with those things changed, you got Chris Jones, but then you also have, you, you need some more help on offense. How do you go about that? Because as you know, but I don't know if the common fan knows, the free agency hit rates like 33%, whereas the draft is much closer to or higher than 50%. How, how do you give a guy more weaponry while kind of maintaining that cap balance? Well, I just think you've got to do a better job evaluating Doug. I think they would be the first to tell you, um, Brett Veach included, that their evaluation of receivers wasn't what they thought it was. The progress that Rasheed Rice made toward the end of the season they thought was coming sooner. So they're just going to have to do a better job of, one, evaluating, but two, of valuing those guys as well. I think they can accomplish both. I think they'll reduce um, the quarterback's number. That's a given with these top guys. You're always looking and have mechanisms built in to create cap room. And I think they'll do a better job of uh, building around him. They've got to add... I think more than one part. I don't know where Kelsey is in the long term. Didn't seem to be what he was early in the season. So they definitely have to do some things. And, and we haven't even mentioned the fact that I thought their offensive line that had kind of been shored up the second half of the season was awful at the end. Uh, they're going to have to find a tackle somewhere. Well, they found a way to hold their way to the Super Bowl. A lot of people. Yep. <laughs> a, lot, wow. a, lot, a lot of people. A lot of people point that out. Randy, great stuff, man. Uh, really appreciate you joining me. Thanks so much for your insight. And by the way, if you like Randy, you should download his podcast. It's the uh, Football GM Podcast uh, via The Athletic. Randy, thanks so much for joining us in the herd. Thanks, Doug. Take care. My pleasure is all mine. Uh, I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin Cowherd. This is The Herd. Coming up, uh, coming up next... 
Uh, we got a bunch of other things still. We still got the best for last going up next hour. Um, ooh, I'm going to tell you why it's been harder than I think you might think for Mike Trout to be a superstar. I, I can I can prove it to you. Next in the herd. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing we never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is over-promising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called over-promise. You should be good at it because you've been over-promising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store... Visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. Fox Sports Radio on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. You got me tomorrow as well, kids. Sorry about that. Um, I saw this, and I'll, I'll give a... Um, I, I saw it on social media. I know people heard it. I did not hear it. But it was a, a guy named Evan Cohen who uh, works over at uh, ESPN Radio. And he said that, uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, 
Uh, Mike Trout has played under the least amount of pressure of any superstar in, I think, sports, and yet he still respects it. I mean, that, that's basically... And there's a lot of talk of this. So th- this all goes back to yesterday's story, Jay Stu, that you shared with me in Herdline News, right? Where Mike Trout has, even though people are like, when are you leaving? Where are you going? He's like, nah, I want to stay here and win. Kind of like this, right? Yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure I believe him. You don't believe him? I, I just... I think he needs to go elsewhere and he wants to go elsewhere, but he's too, too class act to admit it openly. Uh, which, which by the way, if that's the truth, well within his power and it would be the smartest thing anybody can do. It's not that hard, right? You do not, uh, do we want the truth in the media? Yeah. Do we want his fans to know here? Mike Trout go like, dude, I've given my entire career to this one team. Just give me a chance to play for somebody who's going to win. And I think most of you are like, oh, that makes sense. I'm sure. I mean, I'm an Angel fan. I'm like, yeah, I, I get it, dude. It wasn't like you didn't give it a shot. You know, it wasn't like you didn't give it a shot. Um, But I, I would push back on, on the idea that he has played without any pressure. Okay, that we diminish his, his stats and how great he's been because he's only been in the playoffs for three games in his career. I want you to think about this for a second. Where is it easier to get the best out of yourself at work? I'm guessing if you're 30 or older, you've had more than one job. And by the way, now, if you're like in your 20s, you've probably already had five jobs because everybody hops job to job, 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 job. Thanks, LeBron. Kidding. Anyway, is it easier to get the best out of yourself if you're in an environment where you're competing at the top of the field or imagine yourself working at um didn't bed bath beyond like go under like the brick and mortar stores kind of went under i love Beth bath beyond i'd find myself in there like man there's so much cool stuff in here jc penny uh, jc penny's a better one right because you have all these vacant former gigantic J.C. Penney retail hubs inside your mall. And they're all trying to figure out what to do with them, right? Halloween time, they become a Halloween costume store. Outside of that, they sit empty. They sit dormant. Imagine like the last five years of J.C. Penney's existence. And you're sitting there going to work and they're like, here we go, another day of work. Like that's really hard to get the best out of yourself, knowing that at some point in the very near future, this is just a, it, it's, it's just over. I'm sorry. Nobody goes to the department store at JCPenney to buy tires anymore. They just don't. Right? They press a button on Tire Rack and they come to your house and change your tires for you. You know, it just doesn't work anymore. Now, Walmart has, you don't go to JCPenney for that level of shopping. You've already gone to Walmart. So, do I think it's hard to compete when you get everybody else's best shot? Sure. But there's also an energy to that. Right? Yes, when you play with the Yankees, the expectations are greater. You're also surrounded by better players. Okay? And there's just an energy to every day you're in the lineup. You're the other... The stadium's always full. Whereas imagine you're Mike Trout. You're getting paid regardless. Remember, you are getting paid. He's made no less than $30 million every year since his like fourth year in Major League Baseball, maybe fifth or whatever. So money's not an issue. He's got a guaranteed contract. He lives in a great place. By the way, and this would be one benefit, like he never has to worry about working in October or even, right? Like he's like, my off season is October until February. That's a good life. But the bigger thing is, like think about it. There's just no juice in a stadium and you get paid regardless. And it's like, what attention to detail? How much should I care when everyone else has stopped caring about winning? There is something to, there is an ability to be competitive when there's no reason to be competitive. And we all have that friend. I have several of them. Like one of my my closest friend in basketball in the world is Miles Simon. People remember he's an assistant coach now with the Phoenix Suns. 
And he played at Arizona, played at Modern Day. And he's the most like ridiculously competitive person. He's like one of those people that's like competitive about everything. You're playing ping pong, he wants to murder you. Playing tennis, murder you. Video game, murder you. Right? I get it. That's a lot. But that's what it takes to be great when... Like we all talk about competitive greatness, being great when greatness is called upon. But what about being great when nobody actually cares? And if you were to mail it in and go like, do the Anthony Rendon and just no show and be like, ah, whatever. We'd be mad, but for a minute, you're still getting paid because you've already, but you've also been great for the Angels, so you don't need to. Isn't there something about the pressure to performing when there's no expectation to perform? You didn't think about that, did you? That's what we do here. All right, uh, coming up next. Um, hmm. And by the way, did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with Discover Card, you have access 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Uh, Damian Lillard, the perfect weekend for the imperfect player. We'll discuss next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Hurt. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.